I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. WrestleMania. Colin Jostby Pizza! back! Oh, he's infected the second episode of WrestleMania 35 on the WrestleMania Network. I don't warm to him. <laughs> uh, welcome back. We are doing WrestleMania 35. Yeah. Oh, gosh, we're running out, aren't we, Peter? <laughs> we are rather quickly. We're running it's out. getting very, very I think a now. lot of people are going, well, presumably they'll just like go straight back into Royal Rumble and stuff. <laughs> no. 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 No, we I, made a promise. I, I do think there's a way of us managing slightly... <laughs> to swing it that we get close to WrestleMania but you know uh, uh, to go mm. but I have a feeling that there's going to be some months between us finishing <laughs> and the next WrestleMania and I think then we just come back for a yearly thing yeah okay yeah but that's fair. we do it like WrestleMania and each year it gets longer, longer and longer and longer over a few days yeah until nice. like one WrestleMania will take two years to go through yeah no I agree that, that seems like good. the sensible thing to we'll, do we'll go down to fonts and we'll do the history of the font <laughs> that they used for a, a Snickers advert yeah talk to Talk to people who have seen WrestleMania as well. <laughs> just you know, trying to get everyone who's seen WrestleMania. We what, will talk. What was to. it like? Uh, it was just hot. hot, hot. <laughs> it was a hot April in New York. Probably not. Probably it was not. very clammy. <laughs> uh, we are. I mean, we are starting the main show proper now. Mm. And what a thrilling opening! Brock Lesnar just tossing one off, <laughs> looking trim. He doesn't come on and toss one off. I that'd hope be, not. Be... <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'd like to see what comes out. Oh, it would It would be just like tiny Brock Lesnar. <laughs> running around. Lumps of muscle. <laughs> it would look like chicken breasts. Just... Yeah. <laughs> uh, just t- tiny, like, baby Brocks. <laughs> like, like fish Brocks. <laughs> um, the opening credits, Pete. Wow. <laughs> what a scene setter. All the world's a stage, Mark. All the, as Shakespeare, Seth Rollins tells us, Shakespeare once said. Once said. All the world's a stage once said. <laughs> I fucking overheard. Uh, he, wrote he wrote it, it in down. a He wrote it down. He wrote it in a big book. But yeah. I, I've got to say, I yeah. love the serious big openings to, to, to WrestleMania. Mm. I love the mix of the high and the low culture. I know that's a really easy thing to sort of, you know, say, and a, a really sort of like Route 101 Guardian yeah, you know, you know, but 
I like it when wrestling sort of goes, we are the tradition of that sort of Elizabethan drama, yeah. that we are about, you know, huge tragedy and about people attempting to climb mountains and we're about monsters and we're about cruel men and we're about lies mm. and we're about daughters being asked to say which of their fathers they love. <laughs> it's only Vince and Stephanie that <laughs> angle applies to, you know, and, and we are about horrible mutants on islands. Uh, that's Brock. Um, you know, yeah, there is there is a power. I'm surprised no one's sort of gone, how would you cast? I say I'm surprised. Um, how would you cast like the Shakespeare's Tempest with wrestlers? Mm. Which are the right ones? Yeah. And I, I say I'm surprised no one's done it. I'm not surprised. Who would do it? Well, the who, WWE, who's the only the WWE mean? in this WrestleMania sure so, totally. if they had the fucking stones to do it. It does. I, yeah. I remember sort of doing uh, a, a presser uh, in an unlovable Soho hotel with who's the guy who was Gladiator? Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow. Russell Crowe was uh, Superman's dad in Superman a couple of, couple of goals ago. Mm. Um, and I sat down with him and to his immense credit I went I, I met in my head I was thinking you know he's saying goodbye to his 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 his, his son um it's all about losing someone and you know and and and, and sending them out in the world and obviously that that's one of the major themes of the tempest and in my head I was thinking I'll, I'll sort of go yeah, there's a certain shakespearean sort of uh, note to, to to your character in this and he went which which character which play <laughs> Uh-huh. To his immense credit, to, he really fucking let me stew <laughs> for about twenty seconds. I went, I couldn't remember the word tempest. Man. <laughs> I just went uh, <laughs> Macbeth. Just absolute. Uh, and to, to again, to his credit, he didn't let me stew for much longer. Until oh. he, he waited until I embarrassed myself <laughs> at, at official time, and then and then. Just the thing on, is, you see, Shakespeare wrote a lot, <laughs> so. I mean, anything that you say is Shakespearean. It yeah, can be, you correct, know. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, it but I should have said the Tempest. That's the only thing well, that yeah, annoyed me. That is true. Yeah, that is true. I mean, Beth is. <sighs> yeah, not the right one. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are the storytellers. They say they have been, the WWE have inherited the mantle left by Shakespeare. It is now, this is what Shakespeare would be doing. I bet someone said that when they're putting this together. Yes. You know, if Shakespeare was still alive today, he'd be working at WWE. I, I read some kind of, Yeah, exactly. If I, I bet somebody at the WWE said, I read a piece away from the liberal media. <laughs> and they say that wrestling equals Shakespeare. So... Absolutely that. And then Becky the Lynch comes out. In. And they do a great sort of wrestling thing, which is go, the thing is, we need to make it clear to our audience that we're better than Shakespeare. And so <laughs> Becky Lynch's line, she goes... This is our stage. <laughs> a worldwide stage. <laughs> like, fuck like, you, Shakespeare. Yeah. You were just doing the London theatres, mate. How many fucking plasma screens yeah. did the Miz break up? Yeah. Have you ever the been globe. to Alaska, William? <laughs> have you now? Because I have. Um, that's a very... Um, I, I will say, this is a Becky Lynch WrestleMania. <laughs> I, I am looking forward to doing that voice again and again and again. <laughs> Every time I hear her speak... It catches me by surprise. She's got a much deeper voice than I thought she would have. And I, I remember she's got a deep voice. Yes. I go, oh, she's going to speak. She's got a yeah. funny deep voice. It comes out and I go, so Hello, much deeper dear. than I remember. <laughs> so much deeper. <laughs> um, oh, astonishing stuff. Mm. Um, the host of WrestleMania uh, comes out after we see some helicopters flying over the top. Mm. This is a bit ominous, the helicopters. It's What I don't like about it is that the, a fly past, usually yeah. fucking tornadoes. Yeah. You know what it is. You know, you yeah. go, oh, they've done it now. Yeah. 
But the, the helicopter's gone too slow. It's like, is something going to come out of it? Are they going to drop things? Yeah. Is this part of it? Have they booked oh. this? Or is this... Are we just... Is it going to be like, suddenly the guns are going to come out and it's yeah. just like, we'll die in the stadium? Yeah, yeah. Fucking I, terrifying. Yeah, I, do, I don't know why why they did that. And 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 obviously later on, we'll come on to uh, later on, the, um, the, the show's not fucking long. The helicopter pilots have the chance <laughs> to land... In a, in a not probably not that close airbase, yeah. and then travel in yeah. a fucking ATV to, to the to the actual uh, MetLife Stadium. Yeah, and, and I think it's it's the start seats. of the second half. Yeah, so it's not even like we just made it. It's like we got there, and then they're like, "Oh, we had to sit through three and a half hours of it." You know, absolute pain. Um, worth saying, you know, we do go through, and we always make sure that we we credit everyone. Mm. Uh, the national anthem, uh, or I think it's actually "America the Beautiful," sung here by Yolanda Adams, mm. fifty-seven years old here. Uh, not Nice to see that they haven't got someone who's twenty-two. That's a sort of unusual booking for double. Yeah, I mean she's. I mean she's. Uh, she's one of those, a little bit like the SNL cast members. She's like so well respected and like at the top of her tree. But she, Yolanda Adams, not really her household name. No, the, yeah, that sort of not sort, at all. Sort of, she sort of, made her name by having a long-running syndicated morning gospel show on American radio. Four hours every morning. Four apparently. hours, but of four gospel. hours. I mean, I mean, I just. They have so much more niche culture. Yes. We think of it as going. We know America because yeah. you know we get we get we get the edited highlights of America. Yeah. We don't even get Saturday Night Live. No, but when you're Lander Adams and you sort of read that she does a four-hour syndicated gospel show, <laughs> you just go. You might as well. I mean, you might as well say, you know, she, I don't know, she walks... I, I don't know. She, she has to walk across a desert well, to get like... to her place of work, which is in a, a mill. <laughs> None of it is like Britain. It's just weird. Well, you sort of go to, like, the, the south and certainly, like, or, or just the Midwest, where, where everyone's, like, really... Like, everyone is into country music. Yeah. And it's a very kind of, like, asinine kind of, like basic bitch kind of like by numbers version approximation of what the forefathers of country music made yeah and it's such an industry and such a kind of like cookie cutter kind of industry and mm. and it's not heard anywhere no I'm, I'm quite obsessed though by those little pockets mm. of people you see a lot on the boot sales <laughs> of those people who will wear bootlace ties yes. and they've got the little studs yeah, on, the their, studs, on their, yeah, uh, collars. their collars yeah. and, and you know maybe a Stetson if they're feeling and they are really into that sort of like weak country mm, yeah. And, yeah, always the husband and the wife it's never just one it's, it's something you both have to do together or you can't do at all yeah very yeah. strange um <laughs> Uh, we get, of course, our host of WrestleMania, Alexa Bliss, coming out for one of her two appearances. That's not hosting. That's not. That really is. Are you hosting, hosting a party? Yes, I am. <laughs> am I going to see you more than twice? No, no, you will not. I will be around for a combined total of two minutes. <laughs> um, out she comes. Uh, Welcome to WrestleMania, she says. Mm. Really, you know, wow. <laughs> not a thought got into this. Um, I do sort of not quite understand why you wouldn't make this someone who wasn't just a member of the roster. Right, yeah, It yeah, seems yeah, like yeah. You, you, you make that someone who is a, a legend mm. or you make it someone who is outside the business well, well, and for me, special. For me, I sort of look at it and sort of go, she's either injured or she, like... Because you would assume that at some point she would have been involved in the whole thing. Yeah. Because she does so little as the horse. She does so little. Win. And, you know, I think... I think yeah, she's not like a... She's not like a rock, you know? No. She's a very, very charismatic young woman, mm. but she is not the rock. No. And so when you're coming out hosting WrestleMania, you've got to be fairly big. I think she's also at that point where she's a, a performer who is very much a contracted member of talent. Mm. And so you aren't going to be going, I'll do this my way. I think she's <laughs> yes. going, I will do what I'm told to do. Yeah. And that really comes across. And I guess 
like they've spent a lot of money on that screen, and they want to make that screen look as big as possible. That screen's amazing. So she is quite small. She is. She's got a tiny little nose as well. She does. And that makes the screen look even bigger. It does. So I just think that it's it's just one of those things where she, where she makes the screen look unbelievably large. That is true. That is true. <laughs> she is also, you know, a very beautiful woman. There is a slight thing of just, you know, in the Vince McMahon world, this is sort of going, what could be a better host than a beautiful woman? <laughs> you know? Um, she clicks her Put fingers. some pearls on her. <laughs> she clicks her fingers uh, and out comes Hulk Hogan. Yeah, as you uh, hit, I've got WrestleMania moments coming up my wazoo or whatever. She goes, click, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a WrestleMania moment. So yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, watching Crown Jewels and then watching this, like, yeah. right after. I mean, I presume this, so the show Crown Jewels was happening a little while ago. And then, and there was yeah, this, but only it? about about five months apart. The right, reality is, okay. this is Hogan's first return, return. to the North American, you know, yes. WWF. Yeah. So this is the point of going. He is back mm. now. I had forgotten this had happened because every time I've seen him over the last three years, they seem to be like, "We finally brought him back." Yeah. And you're like, "Why do you keep finally bringing him back? <laughs> You've brought him back, then carry on with it. You can't yeah. just sort of keep going. He's out and he served his time. <laughs> but hang on, he's been out three more times. Yes. I remember now. Yeah. Um, out he comes. Um, he he gets he doesn't get booed, which he will do after this, really, when he comes back. Mm. But this one, they're really pleased to see him. Right. They are like, oh, great, he's back. Oh, good, we can all forget about that now. <laughs> and Hogan comes out and he does his gag, which stems from, I think, WrestleMania 30, mm. where he got the name of the Superdome wrong yes. and called it the Silverdome. And so he comes out here. This is, what, six years later? <laughs> and you're, you, well, you do follow the continuity of it. And he comes out and he says, it's great to be back here at the Silverdome. And they go, ha ha. And he goes, no, 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 of course not. I'm joking. It's great to be here at the MetLife Arena. Um, it's not oh, the MetLife <laughs> Arena. It's the MetLife Stadium. And that in itself, I go, I... If you scripted that <laughs> to be wrong, it's fucking phenomenal. Really good, really well done. Of course it wasn't. Um, unless the two of them pose, um, pointing. Alexa Bliss, again, making sure she's really sort of like Hogan, just going, right, wait, wait for him to do it yeah. and everything. You're the host, Alexa. <laughs> yeah. Take control. Put your guests at ease. Uh, suddenly, Paul Heyman just storms past them and he goes straight down to the ring. And... Uh, neither Hogan nor Alexa Bliss had any idea that was going to happen. Oh, really? No, not at all. It wasn't decided until the two of them were on stage that Lesnar and Rollins would be the first match. Um, oh. There was a lot of back and forth about whether they would go on early on things. Never really been done before where they'd gone, let's get the big, you know, the big boy out first. Right. Um, but I think there was a sense of Lesnar saying, if I'm not the main event, I'm not hanging around here all night. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's a definite, like, I'm on a, I'm on a plane back to my farm yeah. kind of job. So yeah. they just get Lesnar. He goes, right, well, let's get the show on the road. Out he goes. And it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. It's a really good sort of, a lot of the stuff in WWE, certainly in this WrestleMania, is a bit disjointed. So the things come to a sort of end and then they cut to an advert and then you're back in the ring mm. and so to actually sort of have a through line where Heyman is like joining together the opening to the opening match so simple but so mm. effective uh, it's good as well Hogan immediately looks at him and he's like going that guy <laughs> like that and I sort of like the fact that Hogan is unflappable and he's just putting it into an angle immediately yeah. you know? I think you know a proper pro unacceptable views <laughs> but a proper pro um, and it gives a lot of energy to the opening, you know. Mm. And uh, Paul Heyman does make sense of it. He says, if we're not on last on the mic, he says, we're not hanging around all night. Uh, he said, as soon as we've done this, we're going to get a jet to Las Vegas. He says, well, my client is ultimately appreciated. Uh, so let's get this nonsense over with. What was the story about, like, Vegas? Why were they going to Vegas? UFC. Oh, so, I see, right. Uh, Brock Lesnar's contracts always come up 
around about WrestleMania. They either end the day before WrestleMania mm. or the day after WrestleMania. Smart. So everyone is usually aware that Lesnar, when he gets to the end of a contract, he goes, I'm going back to UFC. Yeah. And WWE will go, can we give you four times as much? And he goes, oh God, all right, whatever. <laughs> um, and then they pay him. So th- what they're, they're playing out there is really trying to get that thing of going, Brock doesn't really want to do this. He wants to do something else. Mm. And that was the only way they could try and get people to be popular against Brock Lesnar, who everybody just adores because he's frightening and horrible. <laughs> it's just unlike anybody else. Um, uh, out comes Seth Rollins. Uh, and uh, this is, you know, he got a big opening video with the CGI swords mm. and he's now called the Be- Beast Slayer. Did you notice anything funny about this? Oh, no, I don't know. What? So as he comes out, he suddenly sort of goes a bit weird. And he begins, like, smiling, and then he starts limping and hopping. And I was like, what the fuck's gone on there? (laughs) I found a really good interview with him. He literally uh, was so excited that he almost passed out when he came out. (laughs) So he said, I was so amped up, so fired up for that match for Brock Lesnar that I legitimately almost passed out on my entrance. (laughs) No joke. I don't know if you can catch it. There's a moment where I'm drifting kind of back to the centre of the ramp and I've glossed over. Because when you get so fired up, it's that feeling... Like you've been lying down or sitting down too long and you stand up and you get lightheaded. That was a moment right there. I didn't know if it was going to happen. They were going to have to drag me off the stage. Wouldn't that have been a great opening to WrestleMania? And it's really funny. You see it and he's just like, oh, duh, 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 shut down. I've had a massive short circuit. And it's just brilliant. Oh, he brilliant. smiles just going, oh, this all gone really wrong. <laughs> just amazing. I've never seen anyone come out and just go... I'm so excited I've shut down. <laughs> so good. Um, Lesnar at this point is working in style where he just demolishes people. Yeah. He's just having good he's looking, fun. He's looking very trim, like for, for Brock, who yes. can sometimes look not very... Well, he always looks very trim, but when I mean trim, he means bulbous. Yes. Uh, this is rocking. all part of his negotiation where he mm. will go, I'm going to do a UFC-style camp. Mm. Uh, but in, from February onwards yeah. and they're all like oh he's going back oh he's going back that's what he does um, <laughs> what they have is, is you know they've set up the Lesnar sort of matches over the last couple of years which is he just demolishes you and then he pins you and that, that's how it works and so when Seth Rollins finally hits him in the nuts with a nut shot the crowd go loopy they're just like <laughs> is this going to not just be Brock Lesnar pinning him uh, and it's a proper good reaction Brock Lesnar's a, a, a one that people don't really enjoy the matches of. And I think there is a funny thing about watching them after you know the result. You do sort of go, this is a bit pointless. But they set up very cleverly over the two years, this is a different style of match. And either this person will be destroyed or they will manage to get one lucky move in and they will win. Mm. And you do not know which way it's going to go. Yeah. And when you don't know the result, these matches are all so exciting. They just have Seth Rollins then do three curb stomps and he pins him uh, and it is over. They're not great works of art these matches but what they are is the sort of pure distillation of the excitement of knowing who's going to win a wrestling match yeah yeah so, um, brock sells the stumps quite nicely and it's a really nice hot start of the show really it's good so it's only ruined by a man holding up a big uh baby mask like a mask of a big baby p- pictures of their kids. kids what's that about people there was a there's one bloke right bring at the start kids. if you bring your and kids he has four bothered. four of them like, all his kids and i can't tell if it's all his kids or He's got two kids and it's twice. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is even more unacceptable. (laughs) But he holds them up. Do you know what I have a real problem with that? Is you're going, this is about me. Mm. And I have a thing where... Yeah, I hear all that stuff. An an audience 
they have a responsibility. If you go to WrestleMania, you have a responsibility to enhance the product. Yeah. You do that by cheering, yeah. clapping, holding up signs relating to what is going on in the ring. Mm-hmm. If he'd have been holding up four signs that said, Jinder Mahal number one, I would go, <laughs> probably not the right time, but look at that fan. <laughs> right? And you are there enhance the Wrestlemania thing you mm. are there in your capacity as a fan it's, you it, are not there as a fucking deadbeat dad it's there's a it's like there's a lot of uh, people who go to central London protests uh, just doing just doing funny signs yeah and it I just get the feeling that it's, you know, I've written down something from Alan Partridge. I hope someone tweets this mm. picture. I, I, there's a bit of me that goes, there's something there where I, sort of, I, I feel a little bit weirded out by it. That's all. Yeah. I, I, a little bit too cute. It, it is. It is. It's also, what am I supposed to do? So I've seen mm. you, I've seen a, like a big photo of your kids. Mm. You happy? <laughs> is that what you want? I know. They uh, they look too young to know what's going Completely. on. Completely. And uh, yeah. you know what? Those kids now, three years on, they're not interested. <laughs> he goes, come and have a look at that. I'm not watching it. No, I don't care. I know the photo, so it's on TV. It's Great. Predetermined, We're dad. all on Get TV now, Dad. <laughs> have, you, have you heard of TikTok, Dad? You, you know. Loser. Anyway, I'm going to have to hang up because Mum's new husband's coming home now. <laughs> and we love him. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I hope that's what he wanted when he took those pictures of his kids. I hope he wanted two horrible men in a podcast sitting there <laughs> talking about why it was the wrong decision and how yeah. I imagine his kids hated. Um, it's a lovely <laughs> bit at the end as well. They, they, they have an unusual shot where Lesnar is coming back, which you don't know normally sort of see those sorts of things where they're coming back from the ring uh, in WWE. They like mm. to move on. Um, but there's just a bloke who basically sort of pats from the audience. He pats Lesnar on the back. He doesn't, like, whack him. Yeah. He is going, commiserations, big man, great mm. performance. And he just goes pat. And Lesnar, the second it touches him, he's, it's just like you've touched a bear. <laughs> he just turns. <laughs> and it's just like, he's, he is like, my first response is, if you are a threat or too close, you die. That is <laughs> even the happy slap, you know. Oh, Frightening. <laughs> um, the second match uh, is AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Mm, bit of Jerry Lawler in there as well. Funny choice up. to bring out for this match. <laughs> I it? mean, it doesn't. I don't think they have much of a relationship. Orton, Lawler, Styles, and no. Lawler. Like, I mean, uh, you know, where's Lawler going to get in the material about like stalking women or <laughs> the times where he's hidden in rooms to see them naked? How's he going to get that in with his new black hair? Yeah, nobody in WWE ever has grey hair. No. Apart from the big who had grey hair back in like. It you know, be seen as weakness it will be seen that you have lost a battle to your hair um, there is a great little uh, thing that I'd, I'd popped in uh, last month's newsletter on the patreon mm. but the uh, stephanie was talking about some of the strange things that vincent man has my favorite vincent man story is that he uh, wouldn't grow a beard he keeps very very clean shaven and right. people had said why don't you grow a beard he said because i will not let it beat me and he <laughs> cannot control the beard the idea that you know he would look at people with like gray hair and he's just like you have let your hair control you you know how dare you not have the inner cojones to be able to dominate that hair um uh, Corey graves says you know styles has proved he belongs here styles has now been wwe for three years yeah and there is still this internal thing within the company that he is a spy from a rival organization <laughs> and that he's like well you know i work here now and they obviously got that thing of going that's fine but you didn't used to work here um, so <laughs> we're not so going to give you know, security clearance i mean what's, what's all that about you're on you the know? outer ring yeah. of the uh outdoor uh kind of setup but yeah. you're not allowed in aj saw you just having a chat with uh with one of the wrestlers there can i ask what you're talking about <laughs> yeah i was, I was just 
just asking him where the dressing rooms are. Well, you don't need to know that, do you? You can, you can get dressed here. <laughs> just really odd that they see him as the ultimate outsider. Uh, um, some, some more augmented reality. They're sort of getting the heads around it a little bit. Yeah. A little cleaner. Yeah. A little bit more. There's more textures involved there on are. the actual 3D models themselves. It's getting there. This one is actually, I think, much better than all the other years, which yes. will then follow it. Mm. So they just have the sort of the two bodies appear in a sort of mm. um, it's like a crown shape above the ring. Mm. Um, and yeah, I mean, WrestleMania's after this, the CGI is noticeably worse. Right. Um, this one does seem to work. It's yeah. quite basic but decent. Yeah. Um, and that's a good description of this match, really. It's decent. Mm. It's, it's good, but it's not great. Not um, like good guys winning in these sort of matches, it seems. Yeah, like. a slight, again, pointing towards that WrestleMania being about moments mm. rather than any sort of long-term yeah. booking or even making particular sense. Um, beforehand, uh, Mark Henry had said that this should have been the main event. There was a, a real groundswell of people going, Randy Orton has really come into his own. He's, this is really the point where people begin going, he's one of the best in the business. Mm. Um, and certainly from a longevity period, yes, he is. <laughs> is he the most exciting one that you'd want to watch all the matches of? <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. Um, but, you know, just thank God Mark Henry wasn't in charge. This would have been the main event. Mark Henry <laughs> knew what the main event was when he was talking about that, and he still said... <laughs> Probably should be Randy Orton versus AJ Styles. <laughs> the history with the women of the mm, no, Randy Orton. I'd, I'd, I would rather be in a not connected to the women, but rather be in a strip club eating, yes. which is what he I, does. I would, I would love to be watching this match as the main event in a strip club, where he's <laughs> well, eating a steak and not drinking in the dark. In the and dark not during drinking. The day. Yeah. <laughs> if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M. Com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A, a large section of the crowd actually missed most of this match because they, were, they had a, a problem with the lighting, right. whereby a huge yellow light that looked like the sun was just shined at a quarter of the people uh, in the stadium. Oh, no. And uh, they missed most of it. There is a bit suddenly where the audience just cheer. Uh, and Andy Orton sort of looks around and quite know what it is and he looks a bit pissed off like what are you people finding amusing uh, and then they begin chanting yes 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 that was because the light had been turned off so he's just absolutely getting cooked Dazzled. by this big there's hot a light. picture there's a picture on twitter that someone had taken where it is just like like the the the, the, the <laughs> arena they've put the sun in in the ring and it's just like firing out and Randy Orton tweeted as well he said I'd like to apologize on behalf of WWE for screwing up and shining a bright light in your eyes for 95% of my match. You missed a really great fucking match. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that sometimes, like, because he's, he's sort of turned a corner. He like, has. Uh, with, with his, uh, with his uh, unbelievable uh, liberal walkness, which I cannot stand <laughs> or fathom. Uh, he's sort of turned a corner, but he's also kind of understanding his, his importance within the WWE. And, and he's almost, because Cena's kind of outside of it now, mm. he sort of feels like he's, he's got the responsibility. Yeah. But he can't help but swear and be rude. I think, it's, I think it is because he does have a reputation of being boring. Right. And I think if you hear that and you go, I'm not actually boring, I'm a right fucking laugh. <laughs> I think there is one way that you can get it across and that's through social media. Yeah. And so he does do this sort of slightly unfiltered things, which again, if you knew him, I'm sure you'd go, that's what he's like in real life. He's mm. a great laugh. Yeah. But until this point, everyone's like, think about Randy Orton. Is it just like, you know, what is he? He's just miserable. He's just like boring. He's dull. <laughs> he's got no personality. He's bland. And uh, <laughs> the reality is, you see, just, oddly, Twitter will come up in the main event mm. about the importance of social media at this point. Uh, it begins to you know, change people's perceptions uh, of, the, of the stars that they've previously been kept well away from. Right. Um, my favourite part, this for me next, is the greatest part of this entire WrestleMania. Mm. Uh, Lacey Evans mm. uh, is a, a, a performer who'd come up from NXT. Mm. She is the sexy Southern Belle. Uh, they say, please welcome Lacey Evans. And she comes out and she walks around a bit doing that 1940s sassy Southern Belle. Yeah. Well, gracious, I do declare. Mm. She walks around and I don't find that sexy. <laughs> I find it unnerving. Yeah. And it makes me think of the Golden Girls and it's all, <laughs> you know, just a bit horrible. And she walks around. Makes me think of the film Maverick. Yeah, exactly. Exactly <laughs> that. Or like things that Dolly Parton was in when I was a kid yeah. and she'd be being sexy and I'd be like, but isn't she about 70? <laughs> and it's all like flimsy and uh, I'm wearing my flimsies. Oh, <laughs> oh Pollyanna. <laughs> you really are the worst. Why? I, I must get myself some ass lemon because I, my, my temperature is... Oh, God. Everybody stop doing this. Um, she comes out, she does that, and then she goes. What? Yeah, what was this about? What's what the thing? F- what fuck is this? But I Google her because I didn't know who the fuck she was, why no. the fuck she was there, and she always she's always doing this. Yeah. Business. Yeah. What is that all she's I have no what? idea where they put her on WrestleMania. I made her just sort of go do a, do a sort of cakewalk. It's a WrestleMania moment. Go, go, go what, what we used Boys. to call a monkey walk, which is <laughs> a monkey walk is when you walk down a high street 
to sort of show off to the girls and you walk back to see if any are interested. And it's a bit like they sort of go, Lucy Evans, get out there and do a monkey walk. She goes, I'll do my monkey walk, yeah. I'll do it for the boys. Oh, for the, I'm going to do it for all the brave troops Pit who are fighting on, on I- Iwo Jima. Paint <laughs> on Fucking Spitfire, whatever the fuck it is. Ah, I do not believe in the abolishment of segregation. Is it going too far? <laughs> Reel it back in. Reel it back in. What's wrong with having two drinking fountains? No. No. What are we going to do with the actual drinking fountain? <laughs> what do you did find they that do weirdly sexy? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like my own drinking fountain. Yum. Oh, that would be wonderful. Um, we no then go. No one's, you wouldn't let us near it, so you didn't, you didn't clean it. Now you've got botulism. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I do sometimes look back at that and the people are like segregated drinking fountains and I'm like, you disgusting, disgraceful. I mean, we don't have any now. <laughs> I mean, I mean is our step too far? Better? What, it was like the start of the end? Thin end of the end? Yeah, isn't it? We're not going to segregate drinking fountains. <laughs> oh, right, we've got none now. This is crazy. We used to have two. Well, look, you don't need them now because you can get a WWE fucking drinking flask, a thing they keep reminding us about. <laughs> that, that they This show is... Quite good in parts, but other parts is just them hawk and t-shirts yeah, all lot, of the time. Of that. In some pretty touching moments as well. Mm. It's awful. Oh, oh, terrible. <laughs> the, I, I, QVC. Do you know what I noticed the other day and it made me cross? This is exactly the sort of thing in when we change our, our, our modus operandi and we right. become a non-woke yes, yeah, podcast, yeah. which is where the money is. More drinking um, fountains. I, I did notice the other day something that does annoy me, and that's that young people do carry their own water around. Yes. And I look at it and I sort of go aren't you well prepared <laughs> but then they drink it and then they spend mainly before a podcast I'm, I've been wait ready mm. for for 10 minutes uh, they, they, they have to fill it up I must have hydration all for time. 40 minutes I, I must have the hydration ready for 40 minutes or else I will desiccate it, it, I'll be like, a, like an old coconut it's mad if I see a kid with one I just go you're no fun you are no fun. I saw, I saw a bloke got off, got off the tube in front of me the other day and he had one in there and I actually sort of found myself... I had to suppress the loathing I felt for him. <laughs> oh, someone needs but his water, does he? But they're constantly... Uh, you know, uh, uh, I think... Um, I'm trying to think... Uh, John Robbins and Ellis James. Ellis James on a Fire Life show that I'm very fond of. He expressed something... I expressed it on a podcast and then he expressed something... Uh, he nicked it, he nicked it. No, he, yeah, he, yeah, he, he definitely it, yeah, did not... Yeah. Nicked it, yeah. He did, definitely does not need to nick any of my shade and he would never have heard it. But he... Uh, did a thing about um, in the in the eighties and nineties, like you the, the prize was a glass of water. Yeah, <laughs> like you'd you'd occasionally after months and months at school they would give you a glass of water. Yeah. That was the prize. True, but now like it is. It's like the core of human race. You have to have water at all times. Water at all times. Water at all times. And there are, and like we said about the drinking fountain, there have never been fewer public toilets. So people must be constantly just co- like kneeing the piss all but of the time. Why, but why don't you see more piss? No, I know. That's the thing I don't get. Yeah, they're all. They're, there's a whole generation. Well, they're, they're probably so hydrated you can't see it as piss. It's just probably just more water. <laughs> they it's are just so t- bit t- t- too much water. This is this is exactly what we should be doing on like L- LBC <laughs> Times Radio. It's all that, isn't it? It's talking too much these water. Hipsters, and we've got to process. Our tax dollars have to process uh, all that water uh, what, and, to put in your Nalgene uh, bottle. And what about oat milk? <laughs> what, how do you milk an oat? I know, etc., etc., etc. Barista edition oat milk. Yeah. What's that? Is it just thicker? 
Yes, it you is. You can now go direct to a barista. Barrister, there'll be some legal thing that we're doing there. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's go. Stop so drinking third water. third match, Pete. Yes. Out of 16. Uh, this is SmackDown Tag Team Champions Jimmy and Jay, the Usos, versus mm. The Bar, Cesaro and Sheamus, versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev, um, team together, of course, because they're both foreign, um, <laughs> versus Ricochet and Alistair Black. Mm. Uh, the fact that this is going to be the biggest WrestleMania that Ricochet is ever a part of <laughs> is a fucking dereliction of Jesus. Well, it, it, it must be like, he must be so happy that he's made the step up from our Christmas feature, WrestleMemus. Yeah. Uh, because it's the first time we'll, we'll sort of see him. It is. Sort of Do you remember when we saw him in WrestleMemus? We saw him wrestle Will Ospreay. Yes. In New Japan's and Best he was of the Super Juniors. The best. In they were match, both the best. Era defining. <laughs> yes. Era defining. I would say this is three years later. Right, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He yeah, is yeah, now yeah. in a mixed tag match. Mm. He is having to... They've told him to go out there and look like, I can't believe this. <laughs> yeah. This guy's wrestling the Tokyo Dome. You know, <laughs> they, he has to go out there and go... This is my WrestleMania moment. You cannot believe you're here because you do not deserve to be. <laughs> you don't deserve to be. And he comes out and everything just sort of goes perfectly for him in this match. It goes very, very well. Yeah. Um, there, There's one bit, I think, which is... One part goes wrong, which is they do a big... What's called a Tower of Doom spot. People are on the turnbuckle. Mm. Some other people come to do a superplex. Some other people get underneath them to help mm. it along. And everyone goes over in one big schmear. Yeah. And the idea is, I think, that Ricochet, who is in the top position on mm. that, was supposed to be catapulted, somersault, land on his feet, and then attack. Yeah. And it's so high and it goes so fast that he instead lands on his feet and has to do a forward roll into the turnbuckle to hold himself up. And it looks fine. It's yeah. not a fuck up. Mm. But I get the feeling that Vince McMahon was like, you do that flip and land on your feet. And I get the feeling that he didn't. And Vince McMahon is like, why have we even got this guy here? If he comes off the top and I tell him to land on his feet, and he can't even do that. And he does a little roll and then he's lying in the thing. It doesn't look as good. This is a bullshit. Well, the, I, I, what I like about it is that like the perennially forgotten Cesaro, who I love, gets to do a couple of spots with, with Ricochet. Oh, and like, and that those, giant and, swing. And because Cesaro can work with anyone, and he is really fucking good. Yeah. I would rather watch a Ricochet Cesaro fight 100%, any fucking time. 100%. And, and, and Cesaro does that spin. What's it called? What is that giant called? spin. Giant yeah. spin. And he does it forever. And that's the gag. Everyone's kept keeps fighting yep. while he does he the keeps spin, on going. and he curdles that guy's fucking brain. Ricochet, the most impressive thing he does in that whole thing is survive that giant spin, which is so so long. This is eight people that, again, if you took them out of being in this big sort of everybody come together, yeah, I'd you, watch your, all of that. I'd you, watch you, all of, yeah. We, you could put that on as <laughs> a wrestling yeah. show, and you would sell two thousand tickets. <laughs> Our main event is Shinsuke Nakamura versus Ricochet, so. yeah, or Shinsuke Nakamura versus Alistair Black, mm. or Shinsuke Nakamura versus. Cesaro or any combination thereof you have got main events but everyone's stuck together um, it's the first time we've seen Alistair Black as well yes who is who, who has a name like a is like a managing director but his actual <laughs> name is Tom Budgen it is so he's chosen another fucking boring name yeah. Alistair Black he was originally uh, as a, a performer minister. he was known as Tommy End right um, he is a, a, a Dutch boy mm. um, he's basically he's a Dutch boy he's a Dutch boy um, whenever the I hear like Dutch boy it just sounds like a racist pub <laughs> <laughs> we changed the name, the Dutch boy. We changed the name. Uh, what happened is, I think in the early 90s, The Undertaker was part of the WWF tour in Holland. Right. He impregnated a Dutch girl uh, who was <laughs> wore clogs and had one of those white sort of hat wimple yeah. things on. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And then she gave birth to a spooky boy. His name was Alistair Black. Uh, he is a, uh, a sort of big indie star, signed mm. over uh, to 
NXT where he was a sensation. Mm. Um, there's always been the slight thing that Vince McMahon thinks he is a bit like Cesaro. There is something lacking in his presentation. Right. He also thinks that the, the gimmick is a bit uh, limiting. Mm. Being a satanic kickboxer is the least <laughs> limiting gimmick of all time. It's just thrilling. And the two of them are very, very good in here. Um, it, it's a good match. Yeah. Unmemorable in a lot of ways. But just, yeah. with the calibre of people in it, it couldn't fail to be at least decent. No, exactly. And, um, and yeah, and Seamus is there. I, I, he always looks... The, the older he gets, he's starting to look quite tired and I can only think that it's because his hair is so spiky <laughs> that it's quite uncomfortable to sleep yeah he must have to wash it before he goes to sleep can you, it's so but crunchy. can you imagine when he's washed it and it's just a horrible sort of greasy long oh, oh, whip it would be like a, it would be like a little my little pony guy uh, he looks it? so yeah. ridiculous he looks so ridiculous I would like him to have more matches that are long and they sweat just so that goes into one great big long whip of disgustingness <laughs> uh, repulsive um, with then go to our Hall of Fame. Mm. Uh, this year, Harlem Heat, uh, Stevie Ray and Booker T, uh, who are real-life brothers, they go in. Uh, oh, as really, a tag team. are they? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Um, How big is that man's face? Not, a, not a beefcake. It's just, been, like, used to be beefcake, now consuming beefcake. <laughs> now looking like human beefcake. Yeah, I mean, because I think him and the Honky Tonk Man kind of look the same. The, yeah, the, the, kind of saying that like uh, that they did back back in the day. But Richard has got a big face. Honky Tonk Man, he gets put in. He looks incredible, and he looks, he looks the same. He's he wearing same. one of his old suits yeah. from the mid eighties, and he looks the same because he was always a bit of a chunker, wasn't he? He was, and I, I, there's a part of me that goes either he is like he's he's sort of a, a polarizing figure. Mm. He's a big mouth Honky Tonk Man. He's, yeah. He had nothing but bad things to say about people, and I think there is a slight thing of him going. If I go back looking fat, they're going to absolutely rip the shit out of me. Yeah. So I have to go back looking incredible, and that will at least be. <laughs> then they can't. Like get me yeah. on that, and, and also an Elvis get up is we've seen Fat Elvis. That's yes. kind of part of it, isn't yeah. it? Big Fat Elvis. But yeah, he looks unbelievable. Mm. Um, Tori Wilson is inducted as well by Stacey Keebler, mm. both of whom also look incredible. Yeah, um, she obviously does a, a speech, you know, which is which is you know long and thanking people and talking mm. about what a wonderful time. They do boil it down in this highlight package to just going. Um, so many of you uh, obviously said I was very important during your puberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And she goes <coughs> wanking. Um, she doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> She might as well have done. Cheers, cheers. Teenage boys wank. Teenage boys. They give the Warrior Award to Sue Aitchison, <coughs> teenage boys, um, <laughs> who, who helps teenage boys get Make-A-Wish uh, mm. Foundations grants. girls. She works with um, the uh, WWE on their charity wing. Yes. Um, they do, when they bring her out, they kind of go, um, and please welcome John Cena's 600 Make-A-Wish, Mason Laporte. It's a bit like, don't boil them down to numbers. <laughs> That yes. is. What are we doing today? 598. We've got 598. Who's 598? Come forward. Shake hands. Right. 599. Can he walk? 600. Let's get 600 out. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it no. does have a feel of that. He's gone back to... John yeah, right, Cena's okay. 600. I'm more than John Cena's 600 make a wish, mate. I'm Mason the fucking port. I've got my own shit going on. You know, weird. Um, uh, the Hart Foundation go in. Yeah, is this the show where Brett got tackled? This is. Right, yes, he okay. Gets, he gets uh, 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 sort of barged out of the mm. way uh, by an imbecile. <laughs> Such a weird and, uh, one vo- Violence shows. then ensues. <laughs> um, what you notice in this little clip, because they, they don't show uh, any of that, obviously they're yeah. not going to be proud of that <laughs> pending court case. Yeah. Um, but Brett Hart has got a big wisp of hair has come loose in the sort of kerfuffle, mm. and uh, he does his speech with that, and it makes him look a bit bonkers. And, and you <laughs> You sort of almost need to set that into context. You need yeah. to go uh, a little disclaimer at the bottom that says 
uh, hair not because of Bret Hart, <laughs> hair due to external circumstances, bracket security related. <laughs> just need something that well, keeps I, him well, up. I sent to the Men of Honour group that we were involved in uh, just a clip of uh, Scott Hall kicking, punching every... Like, he seemed to... There seemed to be a lot of, like, NWO-era uh, kind of people running in the ring. Yeah. And he got a good old shot on every last just, fucking one of them. There was a period, certainly, <laughs> between... Just... Between the sort of... It's, it's an odd period, but from, like, 99 <laughs> to 2003... Yeah. People lot thought of that, ring invasion. lot of ring invasion, and people thought that the only punching you would get would be seen by cameras. Yeah. Of course not. Or that, like, they, guys. Or that they'd have to, like, put you in an angle. <laughs> they'd have to resolve <laughs> yeah, it. it uh, there is... Uh, I mean, there are some classic ones. One of the <laughs> one of the, the, the very best is... I, I think it actually happens at the the, um, the first debut of the NWO. Yeah. Someone runs the ring in fury at that to try and get at Hogan, and that is a... Brutal pasting, um, <laughs> and that was just what we saw. Yeah, I mean, exactly. imagine, Can you imagine? imagine the rest. Yeah, um, you then get DX, Degeneration X, mm. put in the Hall of Fame. Slightly Triple H's way of getting a ring without having to go. I put myself in the Hall of Fame. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. He course, puts yeah. everyone else in there. Also, he doesn't want to have retired. Right. Every by and large, most people in the Hall of Fame have retired. Mm. They might come back for a, a year, but they're very much as a Hall of Famer. Yeah, Triple H not ready for that. No, Triple H very much a. Legitimate, still current legend, uh, still able to perform at a top level with anyone who dares to cross his path for um, half an hour. They, they, uh, a couple of interesting things they did here. It was the return of China back mm. into the WWE timeline, if you like. Um, she obviously had uh, left and then had a, a, a career which I think was very at odds with WWE's um, uh, values. Mm. The idea that WWE has values. We've just done the Crown Jewel show. Um, and Billy Gunn at this time was in AEW. They had to actually get a little bit of uh, permission for him mm. to appear. Um, what, this really draw, absolutely bangs home that DX, apart from in the like brief period in 1988 to 1999 during the Attitude Era, they are beyond fucking awful. They, <laughs> they, they're like, they come out with, like in their speech, they're all doing dick jokes and prop jokes mm. and stuff. And... They have this sort of like, we are uncontrollable rebels and they are all Trump supporters. They are all at least 60. They look <laughs> like the sort of men you see getting arrested because they have tried to go into Greg's without a mask. Yes. And the yeah, Greg's yeah, people yeah. have said, you can't come in. And yeah. they've gone, Magna Carta, Magna Carta. <laughs> and, and Greg's have said that we, you're not going to do anything, you just have to leave. Sean, your hat stinks. Yeah. <laughs> Get out, it is a risk. Yes, I know, this is a private business. Like, no, it's owned by the, the <laughs> surf and the man. Um, and it just, they, they come out into the live bit at WrestleMania, mm. in the live sort of hero things, and they make it all about themselves. Yeah. And they're running in front of fucking honky-tonk man, you know, make you crotch, I mean, like high-fiving him and everything. Mm. The honky-tonk man is legitimately much bigger star than Road Dog ever was. And him having to sit there and go, this is fucking great, lads. This is... Br- <laughs> Carry oh, it on. Look at this. Aren't you guys cool? Aren't you brilliant? <laughs> it has a real feel of the boss bringing his mates down mm. to a thing and everyone else is having their Hall of Fame. Yeah. And Triple H is like, yeah, but this is actually about my mates mm. and you are adjuncts to 
me and the lads having a right fucking great yeah, time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a day at the races. It's lads you'd see at the races. Exactly that. It's entirely <laughs> not what the Hall of Fame should be about. Yeah. There is a part of me that goes, they did this to Honky Tonk Man because backstage he's loathed. They did this because <laughs> Brutus Barber Beefcake, they're like, he's a joke. Uh, they, they're Harlem Heat, they're like, Stevie Ray, pff, Booker's getting his second one, he's already had one. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Bret Hart, he's had one. So, you he know, can't even stand, stand up. Nobody needs this. You know, the only person there who is like, you'd sort of go, that's ruined it a bit, is Tory Wilson. And they're going, she wasn't even a wrestler. And I think it's just a really disrespectful Hall of Fame yeah. that I loathe and detest. And if I was Bret Hart, I would have raced in, I would have punched Shawn Michaels, I would have gone, that's for fucking 1998, you twat. Man, and I would have, I would have um, used the Hall of Fame ring. Yes. To, to really get him on the bridge of the nose. <laughs> oh, well, that's the end of uh, part of WrestleMania 30. It is. Look, hey, we, we, yeah. we are, I would say, a fifth of the way through. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Had fun, though. Until next time. Mm. Uh, by the way, if you do want to hear more wrestling, mm. I mean, who wouldn't? Yes. You know, especially if, you know, you've just, like us, Pete, watched seven and a half hours of it. <laughs> uh, why not go over to our Patreon? Yeah. It really is the future. That is uh, that is going to be our new catchphrase about it. Really it really is the future. It really is the future. And if you like to buy a t-shirt with it, re- the, the rest of me, Patreon, it really is the future. We also uh, the word "really" is bigger um, <laughs> because we've designed it badly. It really is the future. Oh, we've got confused. We've written "really" and it <laughs> kind of looks like the word inter, like the Interrail logo. Yeah. It's just confusing. The future has two O's instead of a U, <laughs> but only on the second U. Future. <laughs> Uh, until next time <laughs> we will see you soon are you on your papers like you're a news I do feel like a news reader <laughs> and this is the news Peter wrestle me's over <laughs> bye bye <laughs>